best friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and lace champagne tickles my nose. I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. I'm Mike Spiegelman. On the phone from New Jersey is... Carl! Carl! Now, Carl, you're a comedian. What's your stage name? My stage name is Carl. Great. That's it. All right. Well, the premise of our show, an original concept. I, you know, I, last week I said people are cop- probably copying us. They mm-hmm. are. One of our old guests is doing this now. Isn't that great? Uh, and oh, <laughs> great. So, great. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to be part of the experience. We want you to go to YouTube, find this movie, watch it at the same time with us, and listen to our podcast with us. And that is the full... L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T experience, and that is, of course, the acronym that you can find us on the podcast. Carl, what is the movie this week? We are watching Escape from Tomorrow 2013. Go to your YouTube search engine and put in Escape from Tomorrow 2013. The publisher I like is simply titled Full Movies. It's YouTube's channel, right? No. Oh, no, YouTube okay. is YouTube movies. This is some gentleman who just decided, or lady decided to pick up full movies. So go ahead, okay. click uh, Escape from Tomorrow 2013, 1080p. Ooh, that's a lot of P. Yeah. That's 24,000 views on this one. 24,000 yeah. <laughs> suckers. And uh, just to let you know, can I say something about what you guys just said? At the edge of insanity, we love you guys so much. We actually wanted to pay you homage at one point. We wanted to actually watch a really good movie. But <laughs> give it a lot of shit because something i've seen a hundred times like a million times i don't know like blade runner or something right yeah yeah yeah. and so i'd love to sit there and just kind of like give an abridged version right before your guys' show but we figured we didn't want to tread on the emperor's you know it doesn't matter people people disrespect me people disrespect me carl no but and then they steal my idea and then they say well he's not real comic No, Edge of Insanity is different. It's homage. It's homage. And it's a good concept, especially since it's a, like a movie everyone would know. It's different. Right. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's yeah. the same but different. All right, guys. You guys know the drill. We, Let's get ready. Done, are we done sniffing each other's butts? Can we get this thing up? Ah, and it smells really well up there. All right, here we go, guys. You know Here's the drill. Brumba. Let's get ready to Brumba. All right, ready to Brumba. Get your finger over that triangle, guys. Get ready to press it in three... Two, one. PDA Producers Distribution Agency. Huh. I hate PDA. Yeah, it's a smartphone so much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I was just talking about in the streets when people are showing public displays of it. What's it saying there? I can't read it. Oh, public display of affection. What am I thinking of? Before smartphones, there was like your contact. Your personal assistant. So did that little information say they shot this film on Disneyland? Uh, I don't know, but the thing is, they absolutely did. Now, is this Disneyland or Disney World? Because I can't tell the two apart. Man, Kurt. Woof. Disneyland. So that's in California. Well, no, it is 
both California and Florida, and they amalgamalized. They amalgamalized the it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it looks like one uh, park. And Walt Disney Productions had no idea they were shooting an art house film on their premises. Yeah, and the director was surprised they didn't get caught. You know that they weren't on to something. Dude, you could dump your your relatives' ashes off a roller coaster. Disneyland has bigger <laughs> problems than you making an art house movie on in their properties. Uh, here it is. Uh, Randy Moore is the director's name. This is his first effort ever, and not so bad. It says, I was surprised the ride operators weren't a little more savvy. And then in another interview, he goes, still, there were moments during filming that Disney clearly knew something was up. I think they probably just thought we were crazy fans making a YouTube video, which is something that happens a fair amount. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Added, oh, absolutely. You could watch people like, oh, hey, guys, it's me, Mike Spiegelman, and I'm on Disneyland. Yep. You could tell them because they're, they're looking at the camera and saying, don't forget to fave, subscribe, and like. <laughs> now this film does not bash Disney at all it's just the setting well isn't there like some weird cult that's kind of based on Disney architecture yeah well there's all sorts of proclivities is that the word there's all sorts of spin-offs on Disney positive and negative yeah now the one of the reasons why I wanted to watch this rewatch this movie is that uh, there's another film that's now that was shot uh, secretly on Disneyland, mm-hmm. and that's coming out. So we thought we might as well watch the original because coming up with the idea first is very important, man. Not to sound bitter. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Sundance Film Festival is how this film broke, and you all know about it. It's like forty-seven thousand people gather there. So they also had okay. Blackfish was a documentary by Gabriella Cal Perthwaite, who looks at the 2010 killing of a trainer by an orca at SeaWorld in Orlando. Blackfish. And that premiered at Sundance, just like this one did. Blackfish, Blackfish. Yeah. Let's see. Actually, there's stuff they said about it. Trevor Groff, the festival's programming chief, called this film, right, wildly imaginable, and labeled Mr. Moore a visionary. Okay, right now, our hero, Jim, is finding out that he's fired. He's, he's off on vacation. At it's Disneyland. the last day of vacation. Yeah, and he's fired. I hate when my office calls me on my last day of vacation to fire me. Yeah, it's like, can't you wait until, you know, I would get another pe- day's pay. Yeah. You would have fired me I on I could Monday. clean out my desk on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Seems weird. A bunch of dicks. Who works at the Dick so Factory? Roger, Roger Ebert especially had a had an annual film festival called Ebert Fest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. I, I still have my tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy. That was a crazy Ebert Fest that year. Three hours, and um, he picked this film. Um, it it was released nationwide over sixty screens and then straight to video. Well, I can't call it straight to video. A VOD. video release. VOD, which, by the way, is treatable. Yeah. Not Entertainment to be... Weekly magazine called it the Indie Pick of the Week. Wow, that must have been a late week week. What? <laughs> <laughs> what indie Pick of the Week. Now, the kid locked his father... Okay, no, the kid's still in bed, right? Right. 
he locked his father out on the balcony. Did I miss it when I was reading? Oh, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> there he is in the hallway, the, right? Yeah. It's okay, but he got the phone call. She's like, What were you doing on the phone? And it's like, Nothing. You're a lip reader now. They're just, they're grouching. Oh, you know, I see. Bickering. Yeah, you could tell if your 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 work calls your phone to tell you you're fired on vacation. Man, that's yeah. wow. Oof. I knew. Now it was, we think that's the beginning of a plot, right? But it's not. No, it that helps. That doesn't go on to. Listen, we know how white guy movies works, right? You gotta lose your job, lose your girl, lose your apartment, <laughs> get called a loser, and then uh, take it from there. Then the movie could start. Also, the little kid locking his father out on the balcony, he's not a jerk in the film. So I don't know why he did that. Okay, now we're getting like, ooh, scary. People are sick around us. Uh, let's see if I can hear anything. Come on, guys. It's a small world after all. Are they going to Guess small? what? We won't hear that song because no. of, they were scared of copyright. So they made up a fake song. Oh. I could do that too. Yeah. This uh, planet is not as big as you thought. <laughs> this planet is just not as big as you thought. <laughs> God, that's how it goes. Uh, I wish I could write another verse. It's a planet that isn't as big as you thought. <laughs> okay, here we have two French girls, and they're like 19 or 20, just barely. Huh. And yeah, they are. So they're they're the sirens. He white guy loses yeah. job, stuck with family, oogles right. oogles girls. He will be oogling. Yes, uh, he'll be triple oogling, and you'll see. Oh, good. Now one of the French girls is just no one, but the other one is very interesting. She was on The Americans in 2013. That TV show. She was the Russian double agent Nina. Oh, um, I just started watching it. Uh, isn't she the... Oh, she's a double agent. Yeah, and she is Nina. I, you might not be at that point yet. Okay. Um, she was born in Kabul, Afghanistan. Wow. And uh, she got to go to Disneyland. Was, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> her father's Indian. The Russian is... Mo- the mother is Russian. She speaks six languages. She lived in Afghanistan, Russia, and Europe, and America, New York, and L.A. She was a competitive chess player, but she was little. She's a brown belt in karate. And uh, she was on German TV at 11. Wow. Now, you said you just started watching The American? No, I was just making a joke. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. You could could tell us. There's a comedian here called Danny Flack. And he's on, well, was on, I think it's canceled, The Americans. That's his big claim to fame. Okay. Oh, so they had two actors from The American come by to Disneyland to shoot an Artas film? Well, no. One actress from uh, from The Americans. The other one, I just couldn't find any information. Huh. Even the even IMDB was say uh, she was known for this movie. And I said, I know that I... MDV. What else was she known for? It's this movie. <laughs> so, so then I clicked around the internet, and they were like Facebook profile of. I couldn't find any information. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to start to get creeped out. 
Oh, you should play the song that they're their fake song. All right, here we go. The world is big and the world is the round. The world is big. It's not as large as you thought it was. It's a big, big world. Now, here's the scary witch, and she's finally realized no. it's just pretend. I'm a big girl. Wow, Disneyland cures everything. The witch will come back into play. You know my favorite Disneyland? Oh. That's poo. Yeah, do you see poo? Yeah, there's poo everywhere. <laughs> My favorite Disney movie has to be that takes place at Disneyland is Ernest uh, Rides Splash Mountain. I watched that. It was a Walt Disney special, a half-hour uh-huh. commercial, and they gave the history of, of Splash Mountain, and then Ernest got to be the first guy on the ride. Come on, Bird. Bird, I don't know if I want to ride this ride. And did you know Splash Mountain is based on Song in the South? I don't know what that is. That's the well, you know, Song in the South. I believe is on YouTube. I saw it about ten years ago. I just don't. I just don't want to do it. It's just it's a shitty film. It was their uh, slavery movie. It was the stories of Uncle Rebus, who oh he would he was he yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that the Splash Mountain is based on that movie. I recommend That's checking out pictures true. of uh, people protesting that movie in Oakland outside the uh, outside the theaters. I saw the pictures on display in the Oakland Tribune building, and it's it's pretty affecting pictures. Uh huh. It's people who did not want to take any of that shit. Okay, so we are in the. It's a small world ride. Yeah, go ahead. Listen to the song. <laughs> this is their song. This is what they think of the small world song. If I was a banana splits, I would sue. Okay, here, this is where I was talking about he's getting creeped out. I just he thought tried he... to be affectionate with his wife, and she just rejected him. Oh, I thought he was trying happy. to fake a fart. <laughs> Hold it in. Listen to that song. <laughs> they just hate the small world song. Well, they couldn't play the small world song. Uh-oh, I'm tripping balls. They could. My fate did everything against the rules. You'll see Mickey Mouse. You'll see Goofy. I get to oh, see all the world. I like the world desertions in the small world ride. It's very easy to draw. All you got to do is slant eyes for half the world. You know, it really is ironic how you go through there and you're just overwhelmed with the vast array of culturally specific settings on the planet. And it's, it's, it's not a big, it's not a small world. It's not a small world. No, That's a, what the ride teaches you. It's an overwhelming world with a terrible yeah. theme song. Look, she's in a wig. The wife goes, I hate you. Mommy didn't mean it. Now watch, Elliot freaks out. Look, watch, it's his evil eye. Yeah, his eyes are all like, so, I shouldn't have eaten that molly for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and mom just said, Yo, he's not your child. <laughs> he's really getting freaked out. Yeah, do you buy that? I mean, I think I know where my wife was around. <laughs> I think I can figure out the math. Clearly, Elliot is. I mean, that was all in it. Okay, see that fat guy with the thing around his neck? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, he'll co- he'll come into play later. He's, like, supposed to be repugnant. Uh-huh. And, and I agree. <laughs> now, um... 
I'd been to Disneyland when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Land the world. Florida or... I think it was Florida or California. You know what? I was so young. I think it was California. My my father, uh-huh. you know, was a journalist, and he got mm-hmm. uh, he covered an opening. Like they gave journalists journalists pass, and we got to skip the line. So cool. Yeah, I had an experience there. Wow, you are privileged. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Uh, Tigger the Tiger pulled my dad's beard, <laughs> and then they left Perfect. us Ow! in the hotel alone, and so they can go out and have a peace and quiet. Oh, well, it was the 70s. Yeah, it was the 70s, absolutely. They turned the TV set on, and I watched Babes in Toyland. (laughs) And you were fine. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing is I remember what was on TV more than many of the rides. Because we have emotional, you know, memories tied to emotions, and you're just a little kid, and you're like, oh, I love this show! Where are my parents going? Why are they leaving us alone? Why are they going to Parents (laughs) Island? Now, this movie is actually on an official Disney fan club site. The way Disney reacted to this was like, we're just going to pretend, you know, this movie's crap, so we're just going to, you know, we'll make it, we you, would give it more attention. You know, you, you actually spoiled this movie because it is crap. And it, <laughs> it, it, it fails to deliver. It's, it's, it goes a direction that's just utter crap. So I can see them going, eh. Right, it doesn't, there's all these plot points and they don't cohese into a story. Right. There's callbacks to earlier plot points, but they're not really more than callbacks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look forward to see other movies by this filmmaker, for sure. I get it, you know, it's a no. It's a well, this guy effort. was ballsy to do this. Yeah. Uh, he made it for less than a million dollars. He had an inheritance from his grandparents. He never did anything else before. And it's... In terms of how he shot it, like all the choreography and all the shots and such, I mean, it was brilliant the way he pulled this off in real. I mean, there's no jerky motion sickness. No, these are all they they actually shot it, shot it. Mm -hmm, They did. Uh, Let's see. Here's they had iPhones had their scripts on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so for 10 days in Disney World in Florida, two weeks in Disneyland in California. So they didn't put in the time. Theme parks and hotels. Now, you said that they, this was shot in 10 days, but this film takes place in one afternoon? This film takes place on the last day of their visit from dusk till dawn. Gotcha. And it took 10 days in Florida, but two weeks in California. God, that's a lot of money spent in the parks. I mean, I'm sure they're like, yeah, you have fun with your little <laughs> fanzine. So you said it was on and a fandom site. And then they site. did greens. What's that? Yo, we'll keep going, Carl. Then they did other stuff. They did green screens. So they did more than three weeks, uh, t- uh, four weeks. Then there was like five or six weeks because they did um, they did lots of scenes uh, in sets and green screen. And it'll be pretty obvious when it's a green screen. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll just let you know what happened. Uh, the daughter didn't want to go on Buzz Lightyear, but the son really did. So they split up, uh-huh. and they'll see you in an hour, okay? So they're on the Buzz Lightyear ride. They're about to get on it, and then rides close. Oh, no. Oh, when they're on there? Yeah. That's cheap. That's so, a cheap buzz. <laughs> that is, yeah, right. I just was getting my buzz on, and you closed it. <laughs> you buzz killer? <laughs> you, yeah, you're a Disney. You're a buzz killer. They're a technical problem. Oh, so these French women are eating bananas. Yeah. 
He oh. was. I guess the cucumber stand was closed. And he just oogles, oogles, and yeah. the son is like, not a dummy, but he doesn't really understand. Why he got to stand in his pants? Instead of running back to the wife, he's now following the French girls. Oh, nice! And they're on the uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Uh, no, they're on. This must be Florida because I know that track. That's it's like the go kart. Oh, cool! So you've been to Disney World. Yeah, well, I have yeah, these young children, and we took them I, two or three times. I, we've been all over those parks. I was this guy. Okay. And the French girls were out of sight. What were the girls like at Disneyland? Were they hot? Did you did you creep? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Ooh la la. La. I want to go on Buzz Lightyear. Not right now. No way. Shut up, kid. Look, he's oh, fantasizing about him being in the cars with the gir- with the girls. Mwah. Oh, what a creepy dad! And she said, "But she's saying, ooh la la." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that other girl who was on the American, she was on Two Broke Girls, Mike and Molly, Big Time Rush. You probably know that show from Nickelodeon, uh-huh. X Files. Sure. Uh, she's 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 working for real. Yeah. Now uh, this is supposed to show mommy like sort of dejected. They're alone eating salad. They should be smiling if they eat salad, if, if Internet has taught me anything. Now, the daughter's... N- right, if Internet commercials have... Now, the daughter's not eating a thing, and that's another weak-ass plot plot. Over 200 people mentioned in the credits. Huh. This guy spent the money. Yeah, no, this is like... Um, I wonder if he wrote this off. Like, I'm going on a business trip. Ascot yeah. Center. Epcot, Epcot. Uh, what did I say? I said Ascot. Ascot, right? Like the, isn't that a pattern of clothing? Yeah, that's what you put in your head. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they did uh, at least eight rides. Uh, they filmed this. Eight rides were chosen. They went on It's a Small World 12 times. God, that's torture. <laughs> oh, it is. Like, do it with, um, uh, you know, earplugs. <laughs> with earplugs. Oh. Bring le your own music. Garçon, regarde le petit garçon. Now, we should mention that Carl and I love a movie called The Florida Project, which was about the uh, the hotels that surround uh, Disneyland, and we definitely recommend that movie for yeah. sure. It's a hard movie to watch. It's a very hard movie have, to watch, but it's yeah, a beautiful film. If you're conscious of, if you use woke, it's a hard movie to watch. And Carl, don't you appear as the creepy old man who uh, asked for a soda <laughs> from New Jersey? Look, I just wanted a soda. That's all I wanted. I don't know why you have an implication. Yeah, I just I was and looking if for... she wanted candy, I have candy. She can have some candy. It's no big deal. Okay, right now the boy is like, Daddy, why are we following those French, those girls? And he goes, what, huh? I guess they like the same rides as we do. And he's going, they're pretty. And he goes, do you think Mommy's pretty? Listen now. He goes, yeah, she's beautiful. Listen, listen. <laughs> wow! You're not, li- you're not oh, listening. No, I'm listening. Here we go. Oh, you're too late. You missed it, dude. Okay, so he was like, "She's beautiful," not in a classic sense. <laughs> More like an Emily Dickinson, Tina Fey kind of thing. So, so the mom, the mom's on the phone. They're separated in the park. The mom's leaving a voicemail, like. 
okay, call me when you, we've been waiting for you. Huh. Uh, there's the French girls. But I, I, there must be other women to creep, right? I mean, yeah. Look at the this. green screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Suddenly the movie looks like an adult swim uh, television show. Now, right now, the kid's going, Space Mountain, are you kidding? That's for big kids. He won't go on it. I always got Sugar Mountain. Growing up, I always got Sugar Mountain and Space Mountain mixed up. And there's another park in Southern California with something mountain. Watch, he ignores the call. Now, Sugar Mountain isn't a... It's a song by Neil Young. It's, yeah, well, I get the two mixed up. It's not a... Oh, Sugar Mountain. Oh, to live on Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Splash Mountain. <laughs> Now look at the green screen, the slow motion. You see that garbage there? Yeah, it says push. That that prop? Yeah, look. He's putting Elliot's head in the garbage because Elliot's puking. Oh. You can see why they didn't film this in the park, right? Right, they yeah. Attention. They don't like it when you throw your kids in a garbage can. <laughs> For some reason. He just wanted to see Oscar the Grouch, officer. Mousifer. <laughs> but that's not a Disney they're if Muppets. If you buy Sesame Street, that's like their move. Just buy shit. Yeah, they should just buy Sesame Street and call it a day. They just give Sesame Street much more than it's worth. Sesame Street won't be able to say no. Now, this is 2013. This is before Disney just absorbed everything, right? Was this right. A, and they Marvel, must have So Pixar. Marvel must have been purchased around that time. But uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. And now Fox. So I think they, that's it, right? Uh, Pixar, Marvel, and uh, Star Wars. Those right. are their big but recent, investing. And in recently they purchased Fox. Fox Broadcasting. Fox. So they own You're The Simpsons. Kidding. That is huge. They'll say like, oh, now the X-Men could show up in uh, Avengers or personally. Ben Simpson. Yeah, The Simpsons, man. The Simpsons are the Universal Studios uh, in, in Los Angeles, and they have their own, like, amusement park area. Oh, they're not Fox. They're, well, no, they bought Fox, but but uh, a competing uh, amusement park has a, a mm -hmm. Simpsons world or whatever. So now that the mouse owns it, they, maybe they could kick it out of Universal and put some Simpsons in the uh, Magic Kingdom. Makes sense. Did you watch? I hate them. Do you? Did you ever watch the Wonderful World of Disney every Sunday? Sure. It would be Wild Kingdom first, and then Wonderful World of Disney. Wild Kingdom, right? Oh, he just—he always shot himself with the air rifle. Well, because that's not funny. Yeah, that's uh, too soon. <laughs> the uh, the actor killed himself later with the gun. That's why I said too soon. What? Uh, no. No. Who killed himself? Nobody no, killed guy... himself. We live forever. Okay. This guy's name is Roy Aberson. And he was in that movie Searching in 2018. Uh, oh, I want to see that movie with John Cho. Right. Yeah. And he plays male anchor, so I guess he's just on TV. His only other claim to fame is Creepshow number three. Wait a minute. Creepshow number three? There's a sequel mm -hmm. to Creepshow? It, it, there, no, uh, there was Creepshow first, then Creepshow number two, and then in 82... 82 was Creepshow, but Creepshow 3 was 2006, Five New Tales of Horror. I love how they called it Creepshow 3, just so the old people go, finally. 
Finally, they made a sequel. I looked up this guy, right? Roy Abraham's son. Now, he's a classical pianist, and he got a degree from Oberlin uh, Conservatory of Music. But what's interesting is I went to his YouTube channel. It's called R. Abramson. He has five subscribers. Oh, no. Yeah. It's got, like, this animation thing he made, but a lot of it is, I'm auditioning for... Mr. Wesley, I'm on. You know, it has 41 views. Oh, so he's a nice guy. Every time he's on the camera, he's like, "Hi, I live in Los Angeles." Like maybe he's turning it on for the camera, but he just seems like a great guy. Do you think he should have put unflattering uh, videos on his YouTube channel to get work? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he just auditions like crazy. Uh, the the wife Emily, as an actress, is much more successful, and we'll get into her, but. Uh, that's what she said. I just encourage people to go, please, to R A B R A M S O H N channel and watch the guys' videos. Get, let's get him some yeah. views. Come subscribe, on, guys, subscribe. Yeah, come on, L W A F L M O Y T Army. Let's go ahead and subscribe to that gentleman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Show him we love let's him. Try to get that forty-one. He's got one video has one hundred and eighty views. Wow. You know, it's funny. I'm teasing him, but he's kicking my ass in the view department. Hey, our our uh, <laughs> our uh, own YouTube channel, LWAFLMOYT, we had 1,500 views, and the guy called a guy called me an idiot. Oh, is that for naked lady? Yeah. Who's uh, yeah? What do you say to uh, a naked lady? And the guy is like, Mike's an idiot. And I said, Oh, ow! I'm never going to sleep again. And I said, Let me check out his profile. And it was like he had just created it. <laughs> he had posted one comment. <laughs> oh, anonymous. Probably saw my set previously. Is this I the the fat uh, guy you're saying? What's the name of the cat? What's the name of your cat? Oh, my cat Venus, like, fucking hates yeah, it. Yeah, I bet you Venus did that. Fucking Venus. You know, that that cat chases her tail. She's 18 years old, and she'll just sit on the couch, and I'll hear, Row! and I'll look up, and she'll be <laughs> spinning <dumb>. around. <laughs> <laughs> fucking okay, idiot. Okay, so what happened is the daughter got ahead of him, and that kid, like, pushed her, and now she's got a scratched-up uh, knee, and, like, she's like, he saw they sort of bumped into each other. Tell your kid to watch where he's going. And now she's at the infirmary. Wow, that, that's an honor to be at the Disneyland infirmary. Infirmary. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure this is not the action. I'm sure they didn't shoot the scene in, inside. Nope. There. This is one of the sets they made, and he will oogle her cleavage. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> now she's like, "You're a big girl. I went on the ride, and I wasn't scared of the witch." and you know right then he goes has she been having any flu-like symptoms and he goes nope how about you and like what oh oh he's checking out the cleavage cleavage right there there's some butt curve yeah that's not a butt curve oh she she reminds me of uh dr snow white and the seven dwarfs she's got a red cross on the yeah she sings a song about how her prince will come so now she's scaring him with cat flu. Cat flu's out there. You could be a host and not even know it. What's it called? Cat flu. Cat flu. Gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, hmm, cat flu, eh? Yeah. Hmm. I heard that's for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 
How about a lollipop? Yeah, that's the and best. one for daddy uh I breast not I mean better not <laughs> yeah I cleavage not I mean uh, no uh, thank you I can't think of a now look she doesn't really have so much cleavage now when they leave she starts crying she's like be safe out there wow yeah I had a friend who had a one-man show called Working for the Mouse, and he talked about being a character in Disneyland. Uh-huh. Trevor Allen. Trevor Allen. story? Yeah, he did the one-man show, uh, gosh, maybe 20 years ago, but uh, it was it was a big success here in, in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm his Facebook friend, I think through you, Trevor Allen. Now, can I ask you as a comedian, do you just, fav- do you just friend anyone who friends you? Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. Well, um, okay, more green screen. Wow, he's, oh, look, he's eating the emu leg that you talked about last week. Yeah, no, of course he went and bought a turkey leg, and he's about to meet a woman who's going to become a witch, and she lets him know it's emu. All right, let's see if I can get the bar going. There she is. No? (laughs) Well, if it's not turkey, then what is it? You really want to know? Well, now you have to tell me. Emu. What? Emu. What? Emu? Emu? Emu Phillips? I love him. Well, uh, oh, he was good. Why don't they just call it that? Then? Oh, would you really buy it? If <laughs> he just toured with Weird Al, seriously. Oh, wow, what a show. Emu Phillips. Emu. Fairytown, New York. I was planning on going for four months, and then I had something I had to do, and I couldn't go, and I was, like, really kicking myself. I mean, he's so funny, you know, and Weird Al, I don't know if he's so funny to me, but oh, it would have yeah. been an entertaining show. And Emu! Emu? You know, I opened for Emu. He played a show in San Francisco. Cool. It was interesting because... Um, I wanted to get my picture with Emu Phillips, and he immediately went into like this photo pose. It was very kind of funny. <laughs> like right, just, with yeah. hands crossed. Yeah, yeah, that's he fine. He does that every single selfie because that was his. No, I, I remember there was a, a, a when Cobbs was run by a gentleman named Tom Sawyer back in the day before it got San Francisco Comedy Club before it got purchased uh, by Live Nation. He had e- Emo Phillips uh, as the headliner, and people walked, and the owner said, "Listen, people don't realize that Emo is filthy. You know, people don't realize how blue Emo Phillips yeah. is." Yeah, that's right. Because you saw him on TV, and yeah. he looks like Pee Wee Herman, but it's not true. He's like a, a young Judy Tenuta. Right. Yeah. Well, they were married. They were? Yeah. I'm Judy Tenuta's Facebook friend. She lives in Ohio, and she's always doing that, it can happen tagline. Yeah. Um, I invited her to do a paying gig here in Elmwood Park, and she never replied. So oh, I yeah. did her a second time saying, look, it's all people who were, you know, who love you from back in the day, you know, all 50-year-olds or whatever. Right. She never answered, but... So she she was in San Francisco maybe close to 18 years ago because she was in a movie called Dyke Farm or Dyke Camp. Uh-huh. Okay. It was a camp that trained lesbians to be lesbians. Like Dyke wow. Dyke Camp. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Judy Tenuta. And it sounded like a really funny movie, actually. Well, the, the if poster. I had come to you with that concept, you'd been like, Carl, you're such a jerk. <laughs> no, 
It'll be Wait, great. what's going on? Wait, there's, he's fucking the witch? In his uh, head, yeah, right? Okay, no. Uh, what happened was he was admiring her necklace. Right. And then it started hypnosis glowing. Yes. And then the next thing you know... He's, he's, he's fucking mounting him. Oh, he's tied up. Yep. Now you're like, finally, we're going to have a plot. This is part of the ride. <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's, see, let's listen. Oh, incredible. They call this the presidential suite. What a joke. Now she gets real cynical. Oh yeah, because she she tied up, she drugged a guy and had sex with him, and now she's cynical. <laughs> well, she starts saying like how this place is bullshit, and oh, she's no. saying that um, those princesses uh, sleep with uh, Japanese businessmen for high money. You know. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> she's saying all sorts of stuff about the place. Let's see if we can hear any of it. The the volume on this connection is kind of weird today. I hear it when you turn it up. You know the princesses? Turned up. They're high What? Rich Asian businessmen, they'll pay thousands for one in costume. Don't say that about Ariel. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> what? Even the frog princess? Look, I know. Oh no, the frog princess? Is that a real thing? Yeah, wasn't there a, there was a one in New Orleans and there was another princess? If there's a frog princess, then when you kiss her, uh, she gets transgender. <laughs> right? She becomes a prince. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't think I. I can't watch movies like that anymore. I'm. I'm old. I don't enjoy. Last watching. night I did a set at a place called Auto Shrunken Head, and um, it was good. There was a good crowd. Everything was funny. You know. So one of the comedians went up, and she revealed that she's not a she. And I was absolutely tricked. She looked beautiful. Right. And there. that was her whole set. And she was so funny. How would the audience had a good response? Absolutely. Yeah. And I do this song. I start with this song. You know that all my exes live in Texas? Yeah. I go, all my exes are transgender sexes. Right? And it was the first time ever I did that little opening and it didn't get a big hit. His card has been rejected. He can't get in. Oh, there we go. Wow. So, wait so, a minute. He, he had sex with a witch. Yes. And then he... Where was his daughter during that? Napping. The, uh, the, the, the woman had put her under a little, like, sleep my child thing. Like, would you, would you eat an apple at Disneyland? I wouldn't. It's probably poison. <laughs> well, the thing is... Uh, Sleeping Beauty had enemies. Well, she had... Um, right? That witch did not like her. Yeah, yeah. Didn't the, the witch would uh, call up like pizza places and order pizzas to her house? It was really kind of obnoxious. Right, it was a grudge. I didn't order 400 so one pizzas. One time the witch made a fake profile on YouTube and commented <laughs> on Snow White's... I mean, uh, Sleeping Beauty's video. yeah. That was mean. Okay, so uh, 
he took him on she he took the kid on space mountain the kid puked the mother was like you're a jerk they they said we're going back to the hotel to clean him up the daughter was like i don't want to go she goes fine you stay with daddy and i'll clean him up it was like another husband wife moment right so now he's cheated on her but it's kind of not his fault and he comes home discovers the bathing suits missing and they must be at the pool so they're here that brings us to where we are oh i appreciate it thanks <laughs> now this is um florida or california i see that's the thing i've never been to the california one only the florida one so when something's distinctly florida i know but when it's not florida looking that doesn't mean it's not florida it's just i my eyes didn't I wasn't at the hotel. You got to look for a Florida man in the background. Maybe having uh, sex with an alligator. Night. Right. Wait, why are you saying that? that because Florida guy... man. Oh, he didn't make it up? No, I, I made it up. I don't know. I, does, did a Florida man have sex with a crocodile? Okay, so last night at Auto Shrunken Head, there was a comedian who got up. He was the host. And he talked about, you know, he, he moved to Florida. And it's like... So he said there's a superhero Florida man. Because anytime you see a headline with Florida man, the most debauched crap is going to follow. And it was Florida man saves Python from alligator, then throws it through Wendy's drive-thru window. (laughs) (laughs) And he proceeds to go on talking about Florida man. Like only in Florida these crappy things happen. Black lab blows up, you know. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, there's some truth to it. There is a superhero in Florida, Florida man. Well, I mean, it's a common it's a common joke to say, like, any headliner because with Florida man, you know it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> now, right now, the, the wife totally bitched him out that he didn't put sunblock on the daughter. Oh, I know She's that. She's really a meanie. She doesn't want any affection from him. I know that speech. Now, who shows up? Ah, ooh la la. Ooh la la. Now, the thing is, I don't understand the director because this guy just shot his wad. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, right. So, like, he already had forbidden sex. He broke the sexual tension that he was built. The director broke the sexual tension he was building up with these two girls. And then he goes, ah, that never happened. And they're back, you know? Right, because he's kind of creeping on these two girls, but he just got violated by the wits. So to have mm-hmm. him, like, still drool at these girls. See how we're not progressing with a plot line? See, the thing is, these are random events, and then he does call back. So the witch like, is calling, coming back. Yes, the witch is calling, coming back. The repugnant man is coming back. The these French girls, of course, you see them coming back right this moment. Right. Uh, the emu never comes back. No, well, the emu can't move. He's lost a leg. Okay, so later in the film, the wife starts to see some creepy things instead of just the husband. So we go like, from why her does the perspective. Director do that, like, well, okay. But now, her perspective and his perspective should meet, and the, they both realize there's something weird about this place. You know what I mean? But it doesn't. Nothing co- is cohesive. It's all... Yeah. I don't know. You would, you would figure it would build into a crescendo about uh, a guy having a midlife crisis. 
Right. Like, what's about to happen now is the French girl is on board with this now, and she's kind of luring him in, and then the wife calls him away, and she turns away. Like you Oh, there she is. So she sees right through this. The wife just now is realizing that there's these French girls her husband likes. And I'm not sure why she's jealous, because she doesn't... Because she has a, no, she I, does a shower I either. Un, I understand why she's jealous, but it's kind of unfair because she wants him to be hers, but but she's not doing her side to have a relationship. I don't know. Ten minutes and out. Ten minutes? Yeah, if you still want to go to Epcot and see the fireworks, we're going to change and get ready. <laughs> Which volume? Uh, let me uh, let me see if I can raise it on the computer. Oh no, no, you were doing great. Uh, I hear the volume well. Uh, anyway, we missed it. I, it was just she really does a naggy thing. Uh, now look, they have boyfriends. It turns out. Yeah. You would think that now the plot's developing further, and maybe he'll have a confrontation with them or something. Nope. But no, but no. He's just face down in the pool like every other dad I know. Now, some woman's like, hey, help. And these guys come, just like lifeguards to save him. And he's like, what? I'm fine. What? <laughs> it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Guys, guys, it's a metaphor. Floating aimlessly in the what? pool. Like he's getting rescued from his... Uh, there's nothing... I stop using the word cohesive after this last cohesive criticism so this cool concept of shooting a secret movie in Disneyland is now turning into what's what's going on well that's what's good about the film is 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 how this man pulled this off I mean there was intense planning uh hold on um this is carefully considered well thought out production Scenes are shot from multiple angles. Setups are created before the actors enter frames. Shots are extensive pre-planning. They were walked through and then blocked out between Monroe and his cast in nearby hotel rooms. The pre-planning went to the extent that Moore describes how they plotted out positions of the sun at certain times in the day. There'd be no need for lighting. Due to the importance of lighting in black and white film, the crew sometimes was forced to shoot at certain six-minute windows when the sun was directly in the right position. Huh. These shots were sometimes planned months in advance. Wow. I mean, it's that's where this guy gets an A+. Look at this shot we're looking at right now. Right. The aerial shot of a... Oh, he dropped his beer. Yeah. That's oh. going to turn into a cut foot, which will plague him throughout the film. But once again without any leading to anything. Just more things that life sucks. Right. Well, I, yeah. Oh, but he has more, more beer. Grade, what's that? There's more beer in the fridge, though. Yeah, watch him hit his foot right now. He's going to stub his already cut toe. Ow! Damn! Ugh. Black uh, and white blood. I'm uploading this to my channel. <laughs> Are they at the video store? Oh, no, they're at the bookstore. They're at the bookstore, and look what he's looking at. Uh, Lolita? Ooh, ooh, la, la. No, How to Speak French. He's got a book, How to Speak French, and now he hides it. What's funny is this actress in real life is fluent in French, conversational French. I think. Well, I think the wife is probably one of the best uh, people in this movie. Yeah, I agree. 
Her name is Elena Schuber. Um, okay, she's she starred in Shrek. Really? She was Shrek? Well, okay, her IMDB profile is clearly written by herself. It clearly is. Um, and she called it starring in Shrek. But I looked up Shrek to find her as like a... Vo- it was just a nothing voice. I don't know. She was also in I Know What You Did Last Friday the 13th, which apparently had some prominence. Driving to Ziggyland, Phonies, huh. Divine Intervention, Metropolis 2, Highway to Heaven. Oh, that now, sounds like voiceover work. Think is with, she sounds like a voice, yeah. voice actress. She was, though, on Days of Our Lives. She was on a lot of TV. Killer Outbreak, General Hospital Night Shift, American Horror Story. Wow. And now since this film, she did five television commercials. She wow. was in a direct-to-video film called Lily. Um, she was in a short film, Emptied, which was also made with a Sundance person. And she appeared on the f- season finale of Grey's Anatomy. She's in Upright Citizen, Citizens Brigade for, as an improv group. So she's, she's, she's got her shit together. Yes, she does. But if you read her thing, it says, Elena regularly performs with her Upright Citizens Brigade improv group to keep it fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like recording. That's, that's a polite way of saying, check us out uh, in a Los Angeles yeah. room every two weeks. <laughs> right. So she's got some serious street cred. She also is a go-getter. She's making it all on her own. Huh, good. Okay, now we have the husband, Jim, has begun to drink. In the park, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, sure, they sell it. Like For instance, he's buying a beer from the... That's, that's a real waitress. Wow. Now, what they're doing is the, the wife is like, no more, that's it, you're drunk. And, like, it just appears like a regular family, right? Mm-hmm. It's really impressive the way he filmed this. Um, here, uh, High-tech, albeit small, video recorders, consumer-grade DSLR cameras, microphones recorded dialogue hidden under their clothing. The iPhone was not just for scripts, but also, for, you know, for communication. Um, you see what he did with the green screens and different sets. He gets an A-plus for making this movie. And he was smart to do it in Disney because of the buzz. I mean, the way he did it... I mean, think about it. This guy's a first-time director, and he's got, you know, you know people recognizing him, talking for his, it's a Herculean fleet. Sorry, feet. This one guy said. Um, oh no! Here comes the Japanese businessman. Feet. Yeah. Now look, he's going to cock her breast and touch her butt. But look, it's a different culture. You got to forgive these people. But these 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 women are not dressed as actual princesses. They're just dressed as princesses. Uh, no, I think. Well, uh, you're probably right. Now, you can see the green screens here. Now he's buying a lime margarita to keep the drinking going. Now watch. He's going to try to kiss his wife, and she's going to say no, no. What's with your mommy? Get away. All right, let's go. Come on. 
Mexico. Mexico, Mexico, everybody. Chop, chop. Jump. What I'm trying to say is this uh, Randy Moore was smart to do it here because he knew he would get people talking. Right. And he did. And he got to Sundance off of it. First time director with... I just... The, the thing about this movie is that the direction it goes is not... It was not advisable. I don't know. I mean, it isn't it's just it, it goes up its own butt. Right. It doesn't have a direction. It just goes in circles. Haven't we been here before on the It's a Small World ride? Yeah, but that's a metaphor. But I'm saying he did it once. Why are we back to it again? You know what I mean? It didn't lead to anything. Now he's going to puke because he's drunk. He's oh, he's going to puke off the, the ride. There we go. Oh! And it's not a green screen, so... He pretended in front of people on the ride. This guy's puking. That's the worst group photo yet. (laughs) Excuse me, I want my money back. That guy puked during my group photo. You can't have your money back for one ride. Oh, you would have to get the whole day? I guess. But I just want to complain. Some guy threw up while I was trying to get my photo. Yeah. Now, these are actual bathrooms from Disneyland. Yes, they are. But is this shot in? A, this was probably shot in a set. You know, yeah, this is probably at the airport. Now you see, he's being plagued by his horrible toe. It's really just gross. Uh-huh. He's going to try to wash his sock. The mother's impatiently waiting. The mother doesn't even know he cut his. Now watch. The mother starts to see creepy stuff. See? Yeah. And then she's like, "What?" But she saw creepy stuff from the French chicks, right? Just now, yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's just a census. Maybe just like bad blood from looking at the, uh, his, uh, her husband looking at those guys. But it was metaphysical. Our face is changing. Now look, they're grossed out. And you're going, let's leave, son. He goes, without washing our hands, Dad? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's how I teach my children. <laughs> Ew, it is really gross. Now he's going to blow dry his bloody socks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And who should come in? We're going to have a call back from Mr. Repugnant. Oh, there's Repugnant. He's going to bump right into him, right? No. Mm -mm. Hello, I'm Walt Disney. Welcome to ABC Television's Wide World of Disney. On this Sunday's episode, I'm going to show you Disneyland for 90 minutes. On major television because right, it's, it's a, a commercial. It is a commercial. I remember what we used to watch. Um, Davy, Davy Crockett, King I mean, of the Did we? Wild Frontier. Yeah, there, they would all. Davy Crockett. Yeah, there was another. Uh, there was a lot of westerns that they showed on uh, Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. Yeah. See, it wasn't really a western. It was like a Lewis and Clark Frontier. I'm in the wild. But I remember, like in the '80s, uh, every once in a while they'll show like an actual Disneyland, mo- a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. That's the I thing. I saw Br'er Rabbit. I mean, people got to understand that Disney's going into the streaming service with Disney Plus. But when Disney Channel, the cable channel, came out, it was a pay channel, mm-hmm. and part of it was that we offer family entertainment. My brother Jake. You know, all these sitcoms. And it wasn't until maybe 
eight years, ten years into existence, it became a free channel, like a, a basic right. cable channel. So right, exactly. I, I only and it's taught horrible values. Oh, it's well, it's it's killed. Uh, I think Disney and and Nickelodeon killed the sitcom format. Just destroyed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nickelodeon. Okay, I just wanted to let you know for the plot. Now yeah. he's saying something's going on. Something's wrong with this place. It's creepy. And for some reason, Jim isn't saying, yeah, I've noticed that too. And they're getting together. No, instead he's like, what? What are you talking about? That's crazy. The director makes no sense. He wrote the script too. It makes no sense. You would figure Jim would get into the good graces of her wife by saying, yeah, yeah, something fucked up is happening. It's not me. Now... The mother is going to freak out and smack her little girl. Now, the girl's kind of like, I want this, I want that. But she's not so bratty. Oh, I want to hear this. Hell I like yeah. when parents hit their kids. Hell yeah, what's wrong? He doesn't trust you, not that I blame him. That boy has one. I don't care. Hey, Sarah, let me just take Sarah. No, you're drunk. No, I'm not. But I really want it. Damn it, Sarah, I said put it back. No. Oh. <laughs> Hey, uh, child services, that was not me. I just watched well, she, it happen. She child services herself. She's like, she's like really upset with herself. She now, there, must, her, be, there must be a parent there who's like, I can't believe it. Good job. You <laughs> smacked your own <laughs> child? I wish it's I could. It's not green screened. So she smacked a child in Disneyland. They recorded it. Oh, now there's look, the guy. The real proprietor is there. Uh He's seen it all. He's seen it all. So uh, your daughter said she wanted it, so you should buy it for me. Now, he was drunk as a skunk, and all of a sudden, he's kind of not. I don't appreciate that about the story either. It's one day, right? So we're in the evening right now, so he should be drunk and, and tired. Yeah, I mean... Right. We we're, we saw it from the beginning of the day, and now they've watched the fireworks at Epcot at night. Okay. So our day is winding down. Let's let's say we're of our age, and we go to Disneyland in the morning, and we go on a wait online, and we go on a ride. Then we and the ha- hot sun and the hot sun, and then during the afternoon we have sex with the witch, and then afterwards yeah. we drink several beers and tequila. Yes. Yeah, and I'd be a asleep right now. I'd be asleep right now. Absolutely. I'd be passed out. Now they're going on a ride I don't remember. So I guess it's California. It's really cool. They fly through the sky, and I bet you it really feels like you're flying. Airborne, huh? Yeah. And, and that's from the Disney movie Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> they're going to go all over uh, different landscapes. It's not from a single movie. Look, there's Grand Canyon. They'll be in the over the Arctic. I really would like to ride this ride. with your legs dangling, I bet you... Okay, there we see a woman who will, you know, she'll be called back later. Now, he did the witch thing, he's got the French girl, so why is this third person showing up? Well, she has a really nice butt, and I I can't vouch for the other women. Yeah, and she is going to be called back. Let's hear what she's saying. Hi, Jim. I've been waiting for you. Hey, Jim, this is your work. I know you're at Disneyland, but you're fired. 
<laughs> oh, you'll be mine. She's titless. I mean, she's shirtless. Mine. Yeah, she's not titless. She did it all up. Oh, and she's in the Grand Canyon, if you know what I'm saying. When I first saw that, I was titillated. You were uh, uh, pixelated? Now, look, she laughs her heads off, and then he should have cut, but he doesn't. She gets all. I, I don't know. She turns into the fireworks. Yep. Her head blew up. Man, if I was into pyrotechnics, like the industry, I would, the first thing I would do is get a job at Disneyland because they would need me like every day. Every day they would need to do the fireworks, but it would become a routine. It's so, you know. Yeah, I'll live with that. Okay, I'm, I'm okay so, with that. Now, the French girls are back <sighs> with the boyfriends. And the one who's like unknown, not the Americans no. one, right. she um, says, you must come with me. And he's like, no, no, I can't, you know. But you must. You speak English. She gives like the Frenchy, Frenchy kiss. Yeah, she gives the Frenchy, Frenchy kiss. Oh, cheeks. By the way, it's the cheeks on your face. I, I hate to. Yeah. I learned it the hard way. I thought I so, mastered it, but they're not. You have to kiss the the face cheeks. So, as you know, everybody at our age is married. But for some reason, I went to a bachelor party. It's just not something you do in your fifties, but I did um, <laughs> for uh, a friend. He's a voiceover actor uh, or, or you know artist and successful at it. That's his job. And this two. <laughs> These two strippers were on the stage, and they were, like, rubbing their butts together. And so I said, they're dancing cheek to cheek. <laughs> look Now, look at Epcot Center. Uh-oh. Exploding and rolling. Cool. That's some CGI going on here. I never understood Epcot Center. I mean, you could walk in that giant dome, and there's, like, different stories inside. Yeah, you go through a ride, and it, it's like pretend education. It's fake education. It's like Gutenberg made the printing press. Next thing you know, we had communication satellites. It's horrible. You know, it I tends to be educational. I do recommend if you go to Disneyland, there's a, a, a feature regarding my old roommates, the whole residence. And they're, they're oh. automated ex-roommates of mine. They're like, Mike was very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I sent that picture of you, like, all drunk, and your roommates were like, way to go, Mike. Remember, I, I put it in the CD thing. Yeah. So the, it, was a, it was a great shot. That was a good shot. <laughs> Glad there was cameras but I mean, the, my postman saw it, the people sorting the mail saw <laughs> your it. Postman saw it. And then yeah. your roommates saw it. Hey. Way to go, Mike. USPS. Let's keep this on the DQ, all right? The Dallow, excuse me. The DL. <laughs> DQ. Keep it on the Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Yeah. So right now, it's she, when he won't come with her, she spits all over his face. In slow motion. It doesn't make any sense. Well, because he, he creeps and he creeps, and then uh, she said, all right, I call your bluff. And he goes, oh, no, I'm a married man. And she's like, fuck you. Right, and spits on his face. But without ma- the malice you're describing. Well, I mean, she's French. <laughs> they have a different culture. Yeah, different culture. Mm. Oh, no, he lost the kid? 
right. Where is she? God, that guy's not my kid. That's a big fear I have, losing someone's kid. I did kid. one time lose Ryan at a playground. I did. It was a huge playground in, um, uh, in Tawako, if you must know. And not that you're asking. And, like, I spent about eight to ten minutes in terror. You know, like, and I was just picturing him getting driven off in a van. Yeah. I was thinking of my mother's, uh, my, my, you know, his mother's reaction, my wife's reaction. I was really freaked out. And then when I found him, he was just playing. Okay, look where we are. So we had an intermission, and then he, he got zapped in the groin by security guards. And now he's inside the Epcot Center. Right. And, the, and you think to yourself, finally, we're getting to the point. What's going on here behind the scenes? Now, the woman who said, you'll be mine, Jim, that's her, like, nude in the pictures. And the mirrors are weird because they're not reflecting. Yeah. So this guy is like, you came here once before with your father. It was 1970. You know, he's... He works for the Siemens Corporation, and that's a real thing. So I don't know how this guy was going to get. I mean, was he attracting more attention? I think he's making a joke because uh, Siemens, which is S E A, wait, S E I. You're talking about the company. You're talking about ejaculating. No, I'm talking about our good men and women on the uh, oh, naval the good ship lollipop. Yeah. The, the semen. semen. <laughs> okay, now we got some great CGI, and they're going to read his imagination. We're going to read his thoughts. So they're they're uh, putting a Epcot center dome over his head. Right. So now they're saying, Siemens "Oh, you like the French girls, huh?" Siemens, the enterprise which sponsors this attraction. S E A. But the thing is, that's a real thing. I've dealt with their switches before. Oh, uh, we're familiar with it, yeah. But maybe that's a joke. Why would he... It's IBM. It's the IBM joke. (laughs) So now he's, like, reading his thoughts, and I don't know. So you're saying when it comes to semen, you you got the gist of it. I got the gist of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like old W himself. He died. While all this was still in its early stages. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Someone skywrote Jesus. Skywriter? You know what the actual message said? Help me, Jesus, I'm crashing. (laughs) 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 Oh, man, he's really in a pickle now. I'm trying to think of a good movie that parody. I don't know if I've seen a good parody. Of, I guess uh, National Lampoon's Vacation with Wally World was right. kind of close. Yeah, that's good. Now, what we're seeing here is a flash forward to the end of the film, but of course we don't know that because they'll just do another callback kind of thing. Oh, there's that naked okay, lady that called her him. brain. That naked lady, I don't know why she's there. She is the woman who he saw on the Sky ride, right. or whatever you call it. Well, maybe Seaman was trying to reach him through the, the projection of that woman. I just, I just think she has a fantastic butt. So another shot of it, it's okay. It's all right. Now he's grousing, and he's like, "We were trying to help you. You wouldn't listen to us. We had to shut down the Buzz Lightyear." Oh, so that guy's the bad guy. 
he shut down Buzz Lightyear. Well, he's claiming he's trying to help him. I don't know. You know, uh, you know, Buzz was having trouble when he went to Woody and says, "Listen, you got a friend in meth." Oh, why are you singing that old timey? You got a friend? That's the guy who did short people. Yeah, Randy. Oh, look, he's got some kind of lube. Well, that's the stuff he was putting on his toe, and I'm not sure what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to like get the lube under his hand so he can loosen his way out of the grip. You see, it goes on. Oh, the semen. I don't understand the point of. It says semen, and there's white stuff being sprayed over it on her butt too. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Now you see what the lube did. It He's free. Out. Yay. Are we seeing more phallic symbolism? Squirting? Uh, squirt. I think uh, I think they ran out. I think they're done. They spent. Now what? Oh. Goes, what are you doing? Oh. He cut the head off, but the robot. head's a robot. It's Westworld after all. Damn it. Yep. You mean I could have shot him? <laughs> Hello, welcome to Westworld. Ow! God damn it, you're not in the park yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You can't just shoot a guy. Oh, there's the final shot of that butt. Oh, man. Thank God. Okay, so now he's escaped through a manhole. Right. He just got out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ride. See, Whoa, like the awesome. whole plot was not leading to this. Like, we don't even really understand what's going on. His it, now he's lying to his wife. Oh, she's right here. My, you know, like the daughter's gone. Why wouldn't he tell? Her? I don't. So you were saying that you did find Ryan after eight minutes. I did. He was just playing in this. It was like three playgrounds over. He was innocently. Yeah, I know that feeling, man. That, that's the scariest story. I know that like sometimes I'll be at the playground and I'll say I don't see her, but it is a playground, and hopefully, yep. hopefully she's <laughs> just no, she's not there, but she's got it. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's running around Disneyland like it, it's uh, really looking for the dog. the French girls have him, or? You'll see. All right. Look how the French girls hold their hands with the boyfriends like it means something. I wish, this guy could have absolutely given us a plot, but he had all the points there. I don't think it was a good idea he wrote it on his own. Oh, you think he... He was so... <clears throat> you like the skills. He had, he shows chops. It's just the writing could have, he could have used a hand. Yeah, he definitely gets A plus for making this film definitely and he gets c-minus for the script because he does call stuff back but it doesn't have any i'm not saying the word it doesn't have any thematic through it just it doesn't follow any rules of script writing it just yeah we don't see a story we don't get a story we just get like a dreamy walk through it will get wrapped up as if it was leading to something you'll see but the film was not leading to what ended up in the end. You know, I, I'm reminded of uh, uh, the Venture Brothers. In an early season, they went to Disneyland and they met like a Walt Disney guy. And and the joke was that they were saved by the uh, Orange Liberation Front because it's uh-huh. Southern California and that the Orange Orange Brewers, County? Yeah. 
And I, I guess okay, in Florida too, there's Uh He's laughing at him. Oh no, he's gonna choke the guy. Yup. On Gross. his already hurt neck. Gross. But it doesn't lead to anything. We saw the music. It's right? emu. It's oh, emu. Christ. Another callback. He picked up the emu off the ground. That's because he's a repugnant kid. Now this guy was so paranoid that Disney was going to shut down this production. He went to edit in South Korea. Whoa, 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 whoa! He up. could afford to go to California's yes. Disneyland, Florida's yes. Disney World, and then he went to yes. South Korea to, to edit the film. Well, no, he had a real production company in South Korea. If you look at the credits, um, this is okay. Where is it? Here it is. The production company is uh, Mankurt Media. Um, it was produced by Soon Chung and Gio Marchisi. Uh, there's there's South Korea stuff all over this. Oh. Um, so he probably had his uh, airplane flight paid for. Oh, I got you. So he was gonna he was gonna go down there anyway, maybe. So he edited it. No, he did it on purpose uh, for fear that. I mean, when he put it under the Sundance. Film festival. It was billed under a different name because there was already buzz about his production. Oh right! But none of his fears came to pass. It just the film was released. They had Disney had absolutely no comment. They put it on their fan site. Wait, Disney? Um, Disney put it on their fan site? That's right. Weird. Well, I think Disney was like. Le- I mean, they're often hampered by guerrilla tactics, and they care about their intellectual property, but. They didn't want to give this film any, like, controversy. Okay, he Where's found his daughter. The witch has held her. Well, it, it, that was his her ugly kid yeah. dressed up Wait, as a girl. Oh. Sorry, I, I really have no idea what you're talking about. If you even touched her! Okay, now you're starting to scare me. I think you should leave before... Before what? Well, I know that the, the font is kind of like the Disneyland, uh, the Walt Disney signature font. And yeah. it says Escape from Tomorrow, and there's Tomorrow Land. And right. the image is a four-fingered white glove clenched with blood it dripping. Is, it's, it's Mickey. You sure? That's it, Mickey. It could be goofy. You'll see Mickey in this. Okay. <laughs> Look, she found his dead daughter. But she's not dead. She's just drunk. Yikes. She went to yeah. the Michael Jackson suite in Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, I I recommend reading Corey uh, Feldman's uh, biography, Corey uh, choreography, and he talks about the fun time he had with with Michael Jackson in Disneyland. Uh huh. They he just decided to go and they went. Did they close down rides for him and such? They got him a know. hotel room almost immediately, and no, they just they went in the mid afternoon. It was like Michael Jackson and and young Corey Feldman. And no Corey Feldman's parents either. Well, he talks okay, about so the mom. It's some crazy he's shit. He rescued uh, his daughter now. And her necklace is doing the whammy jammy on him again. And so he's about to like fall under her spell. And I don't know, for some reason we're flashing back to the beginning of the film when he's riding some ride. It doesn't make any sense. Well, the movie must be wrapping up then. 
right? I suppose. I right? Can we just We're call it a day? Way. I'm done. Hey, We're guys, thanks for listening to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie. Let's I need... Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Have a great weekend. Yeah, guys, have a great weekend. And we're out of here. <laughs> oh, I'm no. So happy we... to be with you. Oh, we still got more movie. Yeah, we got a lot more movie. Look, Disney ears. Oh, no. They are not hiding anything. Right. This looks like green screen, though. It is. But but it's also like a legitimate, like she's having a fantasy right, right. thing. It's obviously a green screen. I'm no genius and, for pointing it out. Like Sarah? This movie's good. I can see why Disney agreed uh put it on their fan page because it teaches the same morals. Fair, princesses are good. Witches are bad. Witches are bad. Yeah. Turkey legs are emu legs. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Disney was so like, we're not going to fight this film. Right. They even put in there the urban myth that the, it's it's an urban myth. It's a true thing. Oh, it the isn't emu? Really emu. It's turkey. God, I wonder how many urban myths about the parks are. You know, the famous one is the is the cryogenically frozen head is in the in yeah. the park. But then there's there's also a secret restaurant that's not that secret anymore. There's a place called Thirty Three, and it's like in and that's on the, the rides. nightlife. Yeah, there's a nightlife part of Disney for the parents. But isn't that one like super exclusive? You got to be like Michael Jackson yeah. rich to get in there. Well, no, yeah, no, no. You just have to pet. Maybe you're talking about one I don't know about. It's like, just a different price. You have to be Johnny Depp to be accepted into the. Uh huh. Okay, so the daughter smashed her necklace and that broke the spell I guess don't forget your balloon oh that's one of those cool Mickey Mouse balloons where it's like the Mickey Mouse shape inside a plastic balloon yes and it glows oh I want one of those <laughs> Carl I want a balloon well Carl. you're in California go oh, to oh, Disneyland said, I should go to Disneyland and get a fucking balloon mm-hmm. it's like when people say oh, I can't wait to go to Disneyland and have like a dull whip yeah, you could also just try to make one at home. Save you go into a do you go to an amusement park to have a fucking Dole Whip? <laughs> I don't even know what a Dole Whip is. It's it's like an orange whip or something like that. Dole Dole produce, Dole pineapple, D O L E. Oh, D O L E. Not Dole Dole Whip. A Dole Whip. That doesn't even hurt. Whip. Oh, this is dull. What kind of sex dungeon is this? <laughs> no, you idiot. It's a dull whip. The dungeon's downstairs. This is the food the, court. Um, that aging, spooky, creepy witch, she was only in one thing. It's called, I don't know, it's called the Mad Whale. And it's these women who were in like a, an insane asylum in the 1800s, and they put on a production of Moby Dick. And it says, James Franco's the Mad Whale. Huh. I can't even find if you if you say go to YouTube and put in trailer the Mad Whale it doesn't come well, up. Don't forget, like James Franco has made a lot, a lot of movies. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of it, like because he teaches his own class and they do their own productions, and mm-hmm. he has there's like a, tons of them. I see him in the library a lot, but you know, so I can't blame it. So the Mad Whale, aka Moby Delirious, right? Delusion, um, Moby Delaria. Uh, I didn't. I, didn't I, was trying to make a, I was trying to make a joke. I was oh, a play on okay, Moby Dick. Okay. I was the first guy to make a pun on Moby Dick. Oh, okay. Well, there's 
Okay. Moldy All dick. Right. <laughs> Moldy dick. <laughs> yeah, you can wash that junk, man. Okay, now Jim is getting... He's singing to his daughter, and it's very nice, but he's obviously ill somehow. Now, I would think it was what you were talking about. Middle age, the day's over already. Yeah. You fucked a stranger. You got your head inside of Epcot's thing. You just all over a computer. I mean, I just spent. I mean, he doesn't... Now we'll see the park empty like the day is over. And I'm not sure why we're seeing it, but we are. And the um, you would think he would be commiserating with his wife. I saved her from a witch. I don't know. Honey, honey, you gotta believe me. A witch fuck me. Now the director must uh, put us through the terror of diarrhea. Right, which is part of the ride. I mean, that's part of the Disneyland experience, getting diarrhea in the park. Why are we watching? Look at him. He's now really look, in pain. I never, I've had now, bad diarrhea before, but I don't think I've ever been. Now look, he's, they keep on pixelating out his like butt crack. Now what comes out is hairball. Huh. He's turning and into so a furry in Disneyland. He's thinking of the cat flu. Oh, he's got the cat flu. Yeah, yeah. that's the hairballs. So a pair of hairballs. Now look, he just pooped his brains out in that toilet, and it's pristine. I, well, right, and the camera is like in the water for that scene. Oh, there comes her spit. A lot of spewing guess, in this movie. I guess we're thinking that he got the cat flu from... The French. The it, because she he wouldn't come with her or something. They just tease us with the plot the whole film through. Wow. Things tie together, but they don't. They're the loosest ties. She spat on him, and he got the cat flu. So he had really bad diarrhea, which left the water Christine, and then he puked out two hairballs inside water. And now he's taking vitamin C to fight the cat flu. <laughs> gulp, gulp, gulp. 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 You just, if you just puke, you're not going to gulp down all those pills of vitamin C. I've done worse. <laughs> you ever, like, drink milk afterwards? You're like, this is not going to work, right? Um, Adam Ruins Everything claims that, you know, like... Sour milk is not unhealthy for you. You can absolutely drink it. Oh, yeah. My wife agrees with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? You're throwing away the buttermilk? The buttermilk went off. There's no such thing buttermilk going off. Now, look. The kid discovers his father. And yeah. the father's like, Elliot, I need help. I need help. And the fa- and the kid just is like doesn't give a shit and closes the door. It doesn't make any sense. Elliot, phone home. Phone home. Elliot. I don't get that reference. I was born in 1984. <laughs> oh, probably later. Shut the. It dog. doesn't make any sense why he. He should okay, have said like now, shut up. Then. We're, we're it's the morning now, and so we're seeing the park before it's open. That's the only thing I can think. He's establishing it's the morning. But you got to admit these shots of like a deserted Disneyland and the rides being empty. That's pretty cool. Yep, it yeah. is. And he gets A-plus, man. A-plus. How did he get all this? You know, he went back. He was there at 5 in the morning, just yeah. when the sun's coming up. And he seems to be in it. Now, what's your opinion about it being in black and white? Do you think it kind of 
Uh, I think that's better for the film. Yeah. Because but, he's trying to trip us out. But also, like, uh, ooh, now it's all white. Oh. But it also, like, the gimmick is that they they snuck in there, and it's like, yeah, well, we had to use black and white film. Oh, no, you think... I don't think that has anything to do with... I want to see it in color. I want to see it high definition. I want to see every pore. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, it's the morning after. This is where Jane Fonda so, wakes up and finds a dead body. Yeah, she will now discover Jim. Oh, look at him. Gross. Dad, did you just puke and pass out in front of the toilet again? Cat flu. Not the dreaded cat flu. Uh, here we are in the corridor or... Yeah, it's still the hotel. Yeah, because now, like now. a cleanup crew, those guys you saw in the white van below... Yeah. I guess they regularly show up and... Disinfect cat flu... Uh, what we don't understand is, like, they act like government. I, I don't know. You'll see. It's just okay. He's so dead. he's dead. He's yeah. dead, Jim. He's oh, dead, he's, Jim. Yeah. I'm Jim doing is start, dead, uh, Jim. Jim is dead, Jim. See, there's your Star Trek reference in the movie. Uh, coming from you, <laughs> I did search for a Star Trek reference, and there's just no way. I, Not I, even like it. Star Trek was once at the Sundance Film Festival. I was looking for anything. Listen, if Disney owns Star Trek, oh, you know, I should bring up that every Disney produced sitcom, and I'm not just talking from the Disney Channel, I'm talking about ABC Networks, mm -hmm. they always go to Disneyland. Like, according uh -oh. to Jim, goes to Disneyland, my wife and kids, they go to Disneyland. It's for sales. Yeah. It's oh, a commercial. It is a commercial. Okay, now, for some reason, he has an interaction with the boy. The, the cleanup crew. For some reason, you know, and they're, it doesn't. There you guys got to touch the kid's head. The kid allows it. Yeah, for him. what? Now look, he's on the Buzz Lightyear ride, the one he never Finally. got to go on. Oh, he, the guy gave him good, good memories of Disneyland. Yeah, you see, that's the weird thing. Like, that's a callback to Buzz Lightyear, but we don't understand why. And this guy's metaphysical. He can give someone a memory. Now, he gives him a Buzz Lightyear pin, and he's all into it. He loves it. Nice. You got a friend in me. <laughs> that's when uh, the kid sticks, uh, Andy sticks one of the toys up his butt, and the other dolls are like, hey, you got a friend in you. You got my friend in you. <laughs> Disneyland. So, she's ringing a bell. I don't know. It's all pretending Tinkerbell. significance. Tinkerbell? I, it does. Is that... Ah. I, your guess is as good as mine. Five different people see this film say five different things. Uh-huh. This is boring. This is dull. This is stupid. <laughs> Now what they're doing is sort of like hiding it. They're getting it, the place pristine again for the next victim, I suppose. Ah, uh, 
I don't get it. Why, why wasn't like he was already captured and brought into the Epcot Center? Wouldn't that be the the big thing? Yes, I think. Huh. And that's when we would find out what this is really all about. Now this is the but part where the cleanup crew realizes that Jim never left ten dollars in the for them <laughs> in the hotel room. <laughs> Fucking cheap bastards. Yeah. Oh, so I, now it's. I guess we're seeing it's just another day's work. Yeah. Hey, Mickey Mouse! There he is. That's right. There's his dog. There's Goofy. Ludo. Is Goofy a dog? Yeah. Who is demoted? You notice in the cartoons they all have like cats, and the cats aren't anthropomorphic. They're just like little cats. They're little cats, regular yeah. cats. Yeah. But what the fuck? Goofy? I think Goofy and Gonzo are like brothers. Who's Gonzo? I don't From know. From the that. Muppet Show. Oh. Like, what animal is Goofy? What animal is Gonzo? They must be the same breed. There's um, Jim getting taken to the van. Ooh. We see that it's just another day in the park. Like, yeah, nothing to see revol- here. There's the two little kids from the Florida Project running into the park. All right. And what's the van going to say? Happy fun time on the... Uh, close the door of the van. It's going to say, like... See, you should have helped him write this. Oh, yeah. Well, we should reboot this. It's not too late for a 10th anniversary sequel. If they made Creepshow 3 in 2003, they could definitely make a sequel to this film. Right. Hey! You're up to three with Creepshow. I love that. I think that's the best way to do it. Like, if you're going to do a sequel to a movie that only old people are nostalgic about... Don't do the name, colon, and then a description. Just say three. Right. They'll uh, show up. Yeah. Okay, now, who is it? Who has arrived? It's their first night at the resort. Why? It's... The French little chick? No, is it... No, the... the... Right. And Jim. He's got a different family. Whoa. Like The Shining, he's trapped in there or something. So... Is that the the topless woman we saw, the one whose butt I've been talking about this entire yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Good for Jim. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> now he's at least going to have a wife who's affectionate. Yes. Let me get your bag. Oh, the end. Oh, here comes the French Tinkerbell girls. The end. And you can't read it off that building. Oh my All right, so that just happened. The world is too big. Like, you see how he like fake wrapped it up? Yeah. As if you're like supposed to go, oh, now I get it. What is it? I don't know. So he he went to Disneyland. His vacation started to unravel. The morning he got fired over the phone. His kid couldn't get on a ride. His other kid got smacked by his mom because he wanted something. But then he also chased some women because he was having a midlife crisis. And then another woman with a midlife crisis drugged him and, and uh, forced him on, yeah. forced herself on it. Then he got drunk to his wife. And then uh, the Epcot Center scientists kidnapped him. There was jokes about semen. Then he sprayed goo all over the semen computers. Yeah. And, yeah. And then he, he had lo- to search for his daughter. Right. Found her with the witch doing creepy stuff. He gets spit on by the French person and doesn't have to pay her. And then he gets the cat flu at the end and dies. And uh, the family... And it's resurrected. And it's resurrected. 
Huh, all right. Back to Trap Forever in Disneyland, I guess. Well, that's it. Look We'd... at look at the Asian names. I, oh, Ooh, this is all the South. Bang, this is all the Korean names. Yeah. Well, that is Escape from Tomorrow, which just came out about six years ago, and it's on YouTube. Thank you, YouTube poster, and thank you, of course, the fan club of Disney for posting this as well. Just being good yep. sports. There is a short that came out after this, not related by the uh, director, where they shot in Disneyland, and I did read about another film that was shot in Disneyland, a full-length movie. So it's a genre created by Parker, by Randall, Randy, Randy Moore. Carl, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was a movie. Like I said before, A plus for effort. He did a great job bringing this to life. He was really smart to get it so notice, 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 but C minus for what we had to actually watch. It just wasn't scripted well. It wasn't, we didn't see a story. We, We went on a journey, I guess. I guess. We didn't have a story. So it was like the great mouse detective. So with the A plus and the C minus, I guess that comes to B minus as a film? Yeah, I would give it a B. I would like to remind the world that I have never done crap. But what do I know? Yeah, right. What was your Kudos Disneyland movie like? Right. What was my Disneyland film like? Like. Well, I so shot, I don't want to brag, but I shot an entire movie of me watching uh, The Wonderful World of Disney. Uh-huh. Yeah. You were in your own house with hidden yeah. cameras. It was Sunday afternoon. So kudos to Randy Moore. He pulled this off. Nice. Excellent job, Randy. All right, and thank you for and thank you for making this movie available on YouTube, which is the point of this show. And uh, we have a movie for next week. Perfect. All right, so wait before I start the movie, I'm going to play a famous commercial starring one of the people in this movie, just to, to okay. wet your whistle, okay? So this has okay. nothing to do with. It. I wonder if the YouTube's going to show a commercial before the airing this commercial. <laughs> it certainly is a big bun. It's very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. You're Wendy's kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. That became a thing. What do you call it? That That went around the world. That was Clara Peller, of course. Uh, and, it went uh, viral before there was such a thing. Oh, yeah, she was totally viral. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? So, do you know she, star- she appeared in a movie thanks to this commercial? I think there's another commercial I, wanna, I just want to watch hey, one more where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there You want something better You're Wendy's kind of people All right, here we go. I remember a commercial She calls up the CEO Here we go This is the commercial A yacht Oh uh, the, the sound's out Yeah they're on the phone right now You can't hear her What's the point I want to hear her yell Where's the beef yeah, because the guy, the CEO is all happy. He's fishing. He takes the call. Hello. Yeah, there he is. She goes, where's the beef? He's on the SS Big Bun. And she just <laughs> yelled it. I don't know why it's the, the, it went out. Huh. 
Maybe the one more commercial. Here we go. She's driving. She just went to a golden arch. When you drive to Wendy's and order a single, you get more beef than the Whopper or the Big Mac. Over the Big Mac. You never have to ask. Wow, her catchphrase is so good they won't even say it. So, speaking of driving and Clara Peller, our movie next week will be Moving Violations from 1985, uh, starring Clara Peller, who uh, got this movie, not starring, she's one of the people in the driver's school. Uh, it's a like a police academy movie, and I have a Spawn Man Raider 666. I'm going to play the original theatrical trailer, Carl. Okay. Now that we watched Clara Peller, and by the way, Don, uh, well, I'll, I'll keep it till next week. But let, let's uh, here watch the trailer now. This trailer is approved for this general. Is Bill audience. Murray's brother, as I recall. Bill Murray's brother, yes, who's not Brian Doyle. He's the other one, and they all play golf together. All right, I want some quiet here. We've got a film to show you. But you're not going to see it. Mechanized death. Because you people are without a doubt the worst drivers in the world. And your moving violations prove it. You will not get your licenses back until you pass this course. Federal Arizonist. In our traffic school. Never be able to make it. None of them will. You think we're finished? Watch up, history? Well, I've got news for you. I got it's news for you. It's over. Until the lady sings. Every one of you is a menace. Come on, buddy, there's Clara Peller. You're reckless. Oh my God, I'm three minutes late for my kill. That's Wendy Joe Spencer. You're undisciplined. What are you, a rocket scientist? totally ruined sex for me for the rest of my life. I'll get you, you little yeah. whip. Yeah, I remember. But worst of all, you have no respect for authority. Moving violations. Wow. You and get used to public transportation. Well, this is one of those '80s movies that you know we all know. And by the way, the uh, the logo is a vanity plate that says "Moving Violations," and yeah. the expiration date says April 1985. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Because I think that's when the movie. This came is out. a wonderfully horrible choice. Thank you, Michael. Have you seen this one before? <laughs> Yes, I have, but so long ago, probably then. Probably well, let me let me tell day. you, and I'm going to say it again next week. Don Cheadle shows up at the very end. He has one line. Really? Yeah, he's a fast food uh, driving clerk guy, and it's it's fucking him. It's Warhammer. <laughs> so here's a movie where our generation goes, "Oh, Clara Peller's in it," and another uh, generation goes, "Oh, hey, there's Warhammer, or War right. Machine, War Machine, excuse me, Warhammer, something else." And yes. Is that his Iron Man thing? Yeah, that's his Iron Man yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, and also, Bill Murray's other brother, not Brian Doyle Murray, is in this right. movie. And they all play golf together. And he's funny in this movie. And it takes place in Chicago, but, you know, it's just, it is what it is. So, please subscribe, LW. 
A-F-L-M-O-Y-T is our name, our podcast name. Listen to us stream live on mutinyradio.fm like we just did. We do this Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We'll be back next Sunday. And uh, just want to thank everybody for supporting us and uh, glad uh, you are. Thank you so much. We should have the rating. We should have our ratings in soon. Oh, great. I can't wait for yeah, that. I I haven't, we haven't got it for a couple of months. Are we on the rise or what? I don't know. I never find out. I always, she she didn't mention me, and then it was the one that we were in the top ten anyway. We're usually in the top forty shows. And you didn't get mentioned. Okay, well, she. I don't know what's going on yeah. there. But no, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Our, it's all right. What are we right now? We're in the top ten, right? Yeah, we're in the top ten of mini radio shows. Paul show. still the king? No, Paul is not the king. The edge of oh. sanity. Paul Brumbaugh, yes. he's like number three, I think. It's Sounds of the Streets, which is on Saturdays. Mm. It's a great, great music show, and that has an insane number of listeners. So I definitely okay. recommend that. Yeah, all right. Sounds Carl. of the Street is number one. Yep. And Carl can okay. be found at carl.sucks and carlsucks.com. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's a coup. And you can find me on Twitter at Spiegelmania, and you can find Let's Watch Full Night Movie. On youtube.blogspot.com is our out-of-date uh, blogspot, and uh, our up-to-date Facebook page is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, audience. Thank you, audience. Good pick next week. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we need like a little breather after this movie. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need something with the plot at a minimum. Something. This movie, you will have legitimate laughs in this movie, as I, as I recall. Yeah, well, you're probably wrong. You'd probably watch this and go, what was I thinking 30 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Boy, have I matured. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Well, let's get out of here. I'm going to play the theme song. Thanks. Let's watch of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at 
Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls, trivia on Mondays, taco Tuesdays, first Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Back up, 
Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. (laughs) All on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, Oh, you can can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your review. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo!
Listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Laugh off your tushy save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Come 
All right, you guys, it's another Sunday here in the Mission District. Studio line is open 415-550-0511. My name is Paul Brumbaugh, and you're on the edge. Hey, just hanging out here. Um, it's another cold day in the Mission. Um, I don't know where you are right now, but it's kind of chilly, Willie, here. Uh, the sun is out in certain places, but we're not anywhere the sun shines. We're at Mutiny Radio Don FM. That's where we are. Um, we have, let me see, two different guests in the studio today. I'm just going to say, spit that out right away. Uh, we have comedian uh, Mark Neuer with us and also uh, Perry Borders. So, uh, but I'm also here with my partner in crime today, hanging out with, finally in studio. He's got his little mask on. He's worried about the particulate matter here in the studio. Give it up for my boy, Brandon Ray. Hey, guys, what's up? What's happening, buddy? Good to see you, but you have your little mask. You're worried about that fire. All the fires, the car fire. I have it off right now. It's not that bad in here, but outside it's really bad. Right. I but, forgot my mask today, so I was like, uh-oh. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know why I'm not getting you on the microphone, Brandon. Hello. You talk to me more, buddy. Hello. I think you, you, you're there. Am I off? No, yeah, you're off. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea where you're at. 